But COVID-19 is only one reason athletes are choosing not to play. Renee Montgomery is opting out of the upcoming WNBA season to focus on social justice reform. And the 11-year veteran joins me now from Atlanta. Renee, you played basketball your entire life and for the past decade at the highest level. What ultimately caused you to push the pause button? I think just seeing the direction we were going. You know, Breonna Taylor was murdered. Ahmaud Arbery was murdered. And then, as we all know, George Floyd was murdered. So just that string together, it made it difficult to focus on anything else. Now, you've said moments equal momentum. What are some tangible changes you'd like to see come about? Um, I think, first of all, the election is in November, so that's the first place we should start. I want to see the numbers that we had when Obama was there. You know, it was the cool thing to do when President Obama was running for, for office. Everybody, they wanted to post their sticker, I voted, yay. So I want it to be that same energy, because we have to have that every election. Now, your team, the Atlanta Dream, have supported your decision. So how can teams and, and the league further amplify players' voices when it comes to social justice? allow players to speak about how they feel. You know, a lot of times athletes didn't speak out because they knew their teams wouldn't like it. The teams didn't like it because typically the corporate partners wouldn't like it. But now all organizations, all leagues need to allow athletes the right to speak out and then make it an environment when they do speak out that you support them. Now the WNBA is scheduled to have a 22 game regular season as well as a traditional playoff structure. Did the idea of playing in a Florida bubble concern you at all? And what are you hearing from other players? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I'm known as a germaphobe. People that know me, they know I put blankets over the, the at the movie theater, over the seats. I wore a mask on the planes before the pandemic. My coach, you know, my coach messaged me and she was like, how's my favorite germaphobe doing? So it's a known thing that I, you know, I'm not, I'm very conscious of, of germs. But so that was for sure a concern, but it wouldn't have been enough to make me not go into the bubble. Now, Maya Moore sat out the past two WNBA seasons to help free a wrongfully convicted man. And I guess she was vindicated now because Jonathan Irons is now a free man. How inspiring is Maya's journey, both, you know, as a leader on the court and off it as well? I mean, she's a legend. When you think about Amaya Moore, you know, the first thing that pops to people's mind originally was that she was this all-world, all-class athlete, basketball player, winner. Um, there she goes right there. Hey, mama. But now when you think about her, this is what comes to mind. And that that's a huge deal when you have a player of her caliber that stopped at the height of her career to go get another man out of prison and did it. She was actually successful doing it. Look at her, that, that right there, I mean, that's a legend. She's a living legend. Now, you mentioned more than a vote, the LeBron James campaign uh, to, to combat voter suppression. What's the game plan heading up to November? Yeah, so one of the, one of the big problems was addressed by the Atlanta Hawks um, NBA team. They, just, they said that they're going to open up State Farm Arena as one of the polling places. So now that's a huge area and, and LeBron James has been stated saying he thinks all NBA teams should do that. Anybody that has a big area like that that can help and service a lot of voters at one time, well, we're not using those arenas anyway. You know, all the players are going into the bubble, so those arenas are available. So I think that that is an obtainable goal. So do you support athletes using uh, their voice 
like you are uh, from the outside and also from the inside, uh, as, as I imagine we're going to see when the WNBA and the NBA seasons resume? Oh, absolutely. We're definitely going to see it. It's, it's going to be a thing. And there's no difference between the athletes inside the bubble and the athletes outside the bubble. We're all going to be doing different things and using our platform to bring awareness, to bring change. So, yeah, I, can, I expect to see it. And I also expect to be working with some people in the bubble. Now, your decision also comes at, at a historic time where the WNBA and the, uh, the Players Union agreed to a landmark collective bargaining agreement. What, can you, what are your thoughts on the new CBA? Yeah, the new CBA, for me, it tackled a lot of, a lot of big issues in a sense of lifestyle issues. You know, when we fly on the plane, sometimes athletes were flying in the middle seat, uncomfortable the whole flight. That's not okay as a professional. So it addressed things like that that makes us more comfortable, that makes us feel more like a professional. So that's what was most exciting for me. There were also some pay raises, but, you know, the pay raises, it's, it's in the right direction. I know a lot of people have had a lot to say because a certain amount of people are only going to get a, a, a huge pay raise, but I still think that you need that. Progress is always needed. Absolutely. Renee, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it, and stay safe. Thank you for having me.